0: Greetings Body of Messiah, Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. As you know, the Feast of Shavuot is upon us and I did a little teaching yesterday on the nuggets of Shavuot and yesterday afternoon in our assembly, There were some other things that were brought out by Yahweh's Spirit that I did not address in the degree that I believe Yahweh wanted me to address. And so what we're going to talk about today is the power of Yahweh's Spirit. And remember this, the mission that Yahshua started was to restore and to reach the lost tribes of the house of Israel and himself as well. You can read this in Matthew 10 that he anointed his disciples and they went forth preaching the Torah and then they went forth healing the sick, delivering the bound, casting out demons, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, or in other words, they were performing signs, wonders, and miracles. And when you read in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, this is Luke's account of the same thing. The disciples said to Joshua that even the demons were subject unto them through his name. That's Luke um, 10, verse 17, that the demons were subject unto them through his name. And then he said in verse 19, Behold, I give unto you power and authority to walk on and tread on over all the power of the enemy, And nothing shall any by any means harm you. And then in Matthew twenty-eight, the very last verses said that Yeshua was given all power and authority. And then it said that he gave that power and authority, transferred it over unto those that believed in him, believed in the Torah. See, we always have to remember that in the Renewed Covenant, or what some people call the New Testament, it's not really anything new. It's continuing the same covenant that Yahweh established with the children of Israel, with Judah and Israel, with the 12, tribes of, with the 12 lost tribes of Israel. And He continued, that was the mission, in reaching them, and in delivering them from the man-made traditions that they began to accept as commandments from Yahweh, but they were not commandments from Yahweh. And Yahshua said in Mark 7 and a few other places that when you obey the commandments of men, your worship is in vain, and that we need to come back to obeying the commandments of Yahweh. And that's basically the mission, to establish the commandments of Yahweh, the Torah. And partly how we do this is through teaching. But the other part, and I don't hear much of this emphasized in many of the fellow Torah people that we know, is, the ministry of the Spirit's power to heal the sick, to prophesy, to decree and declare Yahweh's laws and commandments, to deliver the bound. Remember in Acts 16, when this woman bound with the spirit of divination, witchcraft, fortune-telling, psychic, that She was following Paul and even though she was saying the right things, that he has the words of salvation, it was coming through a demonic source and if he would have allowed it, the people, you know, nothing would have happened. But eventually, he got stirred up in his spirit and he turned to that woman and to the spirit within her and he commanded that spirit to come out of her. And then the people got so upset and angry that they said that this man destroyed their way of making a living through the great goddess Diana, the queen of heaven, the principality and power, the territorial spirit that was uh, ruling in Ephesus. This pagan deity, he turned around, And dealt with it by and through the power of Yahweh's spirit. And it came and it tore down. It crushed, smashed, and destroyed that spirit's dominion, stronghold, possession, control that it had over Ephesus. And they got so angry with it, with him because of it. That's the power that we're going to see that Yahshua, we know, demonstrated. And the mission was to teach Torah as well as to teach and to minister in power, setting the captives free. Now, you have one side. In churchianity, all they talk about is the power of the Spirit. And you know, like that old saying goes, if all you have is the Word, the Torah, you dry up. If all you have is the Spirit, you blow up, you get flaky. But if you have both of them, you grow up. You mature, you function in, quote-unquote, the full gospel of the Torah where you are teaching people and ministering to them of the Torah, reestablishing them in the Sabbath, reestablishing them in honoring Yahweh's name, reestablishing them in not to have any pagan deities before them, not to worship on the day of the unconquerable sun, but to worship on the day that Yah has set apart, and that is the biblical seventh-day Sabbath, to keep and observe his feasts, to obey his laws and commandments, all of them, not to pick and choose. We are to teach them, but we are also to function in the mission of the power of the Ruach, the power of Yahweh's spirit that performs signs, wonders, and miracles in the lives of people that are hurting, broken, oppressed, depressed, discouraged, taken possession by the enemy, in some area oppressed by the enemy. Remember Luke, or not Luke, Acts 10.38, how Yahweh anointed Yahshua of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, Yahweh's Spirit, and with power. And see, you have churchianity that teaches about the power, but they don't obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. So when the power came, it pretty much got uh, watered down and diffused. Then you have the Torah believers. We teach about the Torah, but many of us have a hard time with believing in the power of Yahweh's spirit to heal the sick, raise the dead, how to function in that power. They more or less teach, you know, They believe it can happen, but we need to learn how to use that power to be available to Yahweh's spirit and let him, the Ruach, flow through us in performing signs, wonders, and miracles, healing the sick, multiplying loaves and fishes, performing financial miracles, and every other type of miracle that man is in need of. And right now, just thinking of Ukraine, they are in need of something very supernatural to restore that nation. Our nation is in need of something very powerful and supernatural to deliver this nation from lawlessness and to deliver it to Torah, to Yahweh's laws and commandments, to deliver this nation from lawless politicians, lawless organizations, And to deliver this nation to Torah-minded, power-minded, Yahweh-minded organizations or ministries, however you want to put it, so that we can minister in power as we teach about Yahweh's laws and commandments. So I'm going to just go over a few scriptures. Hopefully this won't be too long. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening. And I pray that things that I say, you know, obviously it's not the full package, but it's enough information to impart into you Yahweh's word, Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's spirit, to create in you a passion for Yahweh's commandments and a passion for his spirit and for his power, that when you go out in the world, you are looking to lay your hands on people that are hurting, broken, sick, and defeated. You are looking to listen to Yahweh's voice that if Yahweh speaks to your spirit and drops a word of encouragement, a prophetic word, that you would go up to that individual and speak it. I mean, you don't have to say, thus saith Yahweh. Just share what is what you know. Yahweh put on your heart, just be real simple. Be real down to earth. Be like, you know, basic um, disciples were in Yahshua's day. They weren't fancy. They weren't yelling out, thus saith Yahweh. They weren't, you know, doing all these silly things. But, okay, lay a foundation. Exodus 19, this has to be our lifestyle. This has to be a word that I'd encourage you. Write it down. Record it, put it in your tablet, your phone, on your refrigerator, memorize it. And it is Exodus 19. And um, starting in verse 3 and Moses went up to Elohim, and Yahweh called to him from the mountain, saying, You shall say this to the house of Jacob, the Jews, the two tribes of Judah and tell it to the sons of Israel, the ten tribes of Israel. You, see, again, it's all about Israel. You have seen what I did to Egypt. I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you out to me. Now, if listening, you will listen to my voice. And this is what he's saying. If you listen to my voice, and you will keep my covenant. We're going to get into that in some of our next teachings about his covenant. You shall become a special treasure to me, Above all the nations, you people that listen to his voice, you people that are Torah-minded, Torah-obedient. Okay, he says, you shall be a treasure to me above all the nations, for the earth is mine, and you shall become a kingdom of priests. He's talking to Israel, the sons of Israel. He's talking to the Torah-minded believers. He said, you shall become a kingdom of priests for me, a set apart nation, these are the words which you shall, you shall speak to the sons of Israel and when you are when you have become like Ruth, and you can read in Ruth chapter one, that she embraced Torah, she embraced Yahweh, and she embraced the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and she said that their God will be her God. And their people will be her people. So that gives us an example of what it takes to be grafted into Israel. That you embrace Yahweh and his laws and commandments just like a husband embraces his bride with great love. And you reach out and you accept your bride. You reach out and you accept the Torah. You reach out. And you accept Yahweh's laws and commandments. You reach out and you accept the Messiah, the sacrifice he did on the stake for you. You reach out and you accept the Ruach and the promise of his spirit of power. All right? And that's how you get grafted in. And then it says in verse 8, and this is the one that we we need to memorize. And all the people answered together and said, All which Yahweh has spoken, we will do. Or all that which Yahweh has commanded us in the Torah, we will do and we will live accordingly. And see, and that's what it means to be Torah observant. That's what it means to follow the Messiah. That, that's what it means to be born from above. That all that Yahweh and Yahshua has said, you will do, Remember? that Yahshua was the word manifested. He was with Yahweh, John 1.1. 1, 1. He was Yahweh. He is Yahweh. And when you accept Him, you are accepting Yahweh. All right? And it says, and, and all which Yahweh has spoken, we will do. And then it says, and Moses brought back the words of the people to Yahweh. So that is the foundation of of being Torah observant, that all that Yahweh has said, all that Yahweh has commanded, we will embrace and accept, and we will begin to live accordingly. Now, if you're not Torah-minded, if you're more churchianity or Christianity, you will only accept certain things that are pleasing to your flesh, like prosperity. Oh, everybody loves to hear that. They shout and they dance when people preach about prosperity. But when they preach about obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, they all want to say, oh no, that's passed away. That just doesn't even make sense. But nonetheless, won't get off on the tangent, so we're not here all day. Joel chapter 2, let's turn there please. Joel chapter 2, now we're going to go after here um, to Luke and then Acts. And you'll see that in Acts when Shavuot was fully come, that what took place in Shavuot, everybody was praying in tongues. And remember, all that were there in Acts chapter two were the children of Israel. And there were no pagans there, there were no Christians there, didn't exist. There were no Catholics there, didn't exist. There were no Muslims there, Hindus there, didn't exist. The only people that were there, there were people that were Torah observant, that embraced Torah, that lived their life according to Torah to the best of their ability. They were there to keep the Feast of Shavuot. And when all the promises of the Feast of Shavuot became visible, became manifested, Peter stood up and he said, these men are not drunk like you would think from wine. But they have been filled with Yahweh's Spirit. It's not a third being called the Holy Spirit. It is Yahweh's Spirit. The reason it's called the Holy Spirit or the Set-Apart Spirit is because it is the Father's, Yahweh's Spirit that He has deposited within us Through what some people call the baptism of the Spirit, Um, we talked about the Feast of Shavuot. It's basically about a marriage of the Torah, which was given on Shavuot, um, as well as the power of Yahweh's Spirit. So Peter said, no, this is the fulfillment, the promise that Joel prophesied. Now, remember, Joel prophesied this hundreds of years before. And so just because you prophesy something and it doesn't come to pass doesn't mean it's inaccurate, doesn't mean you're a false prophet. It may take hundreds of years for what you prophesied to come to pass. Now, I don't believe we have hundreds of years left on the earth before the new Jerusalem comes down and Yahweh sets up his kingdom But nonetheless, do not be discouraged if you prophesied something or Yahweh spoke something to you about you, your family, or your city, or your assembly, or loved ones, or something else that has not yet manifested in 10, 20, 30 years. Don't sweat it. When you prophesy Yahweh's Torah, When you prophesy by the unction of Yahweh's Spirit, it will come to pass. Sooner or later, nonetheless, now everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon of of one or two scriptures that says if it doesn't come to pass, you're a false prophet. Well, it doesn't say, it doesn't give you a time frame in there. It doesn't say if it doesn't come to pass in six weeks or two days or two years or 20 years or 220 years, or 2,000 years. It just says if it doesn't come to pass, then you are a false prophet. Well, you know, you might not be here. Many of these prophets' prophetic words, they were not physically on the earth when they manifested. But nonetheless, they were true prophetic words. So prophetic people be encouraged. All right. In Joel 2, verse 28, and it says, And it shall be afterward that I will pour out my spirit. Now, it doesn't talk about a third person. Yahweh is prophesying through Joel. And Yahweh is saying that afterward, I will pour out my spirit. Get that. My spirit. On all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Prophesy means to preach, to declare, to decree. What are we going to preach, um, declare, and decree, or witness? Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahweh's instructions. Yahweh's voice. When you hear something, you then speak it. Okay, and then it says, "...and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy." Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, shall decree, shall declare. Now, this isn't talking about, you know, any offices or and being taken a position of leadership. It's just talking about prophesying, declaring Yah's word, preaching Yah's word, witnessing Yah's word, ministering Yah's laws and commandments. Anybody can do that. Your old men shall dream dreams. Well. You know, I almost have a dream every night, so that must classify me in the older age. Hallelujah. I'm believing as Yahweh restored Job back to the days of his youth, after he went through all those boils and all that, I am decreeing and declaring over Linda's in my life that my flesh, our flesh, is restored healthier than the days of our youth, just like Yahweh said to Job. All right. Old men shall dream dreams. Young men shall see visions. And also, I will pour out, and here it goes again, my spirit. My spirit. The set-apart spirit is Yahweh's spirit. The set-apart spirit that came upon Yahshua in Acts 10.38 was Yahweh's spirit. The ruach, the wind, or in Greek, it's the pneuma, the, the, the breath that is blown upon us or breathed upon us. Um, I believe maybe that's a Hebrew word for in uh, Genesis, when Yahweh took dust and breathed new life into it, man was created. I don't remember. I can't remember exactly if it's a Greek word or the Hebrew word, but nonetheless. And he says, and I will pour out my spirit on the slaves and on the slave girls in those days. What days is he referring to? The last days. And, you know, in Acts chapter 2, that was the beginning of the last days. We have to be very close to wrapping it up. And then he says... And I'll give you signs in the heavens and signs in the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. So we see here that Joel is prophesying of a day where there will be great power that will be poured out upon all flesh that are in Torah not just upon heathens, upon pagans, upon psychics, upon people in witchcraft, but upon those that call upon his name, upon those that are Torah observant. Who was Yahweh's spirit poured upon and promised to in Acts chapter 1? Yahweh's people, Yahweh, the sons of Israel, the lost tribes of Israel, the children of Israel. Who spoke with other tongues? The children of Israel. Who received power that came from Yahweh's spirit. And that were those Jews and Israelites in Acts 2 that were present, honoring, observing, and celebrating the feast of Shavuot. And so this power. Now something to think about. Think about the power that the prophets demonstrated that came upon them at certain times in the original covenant. Think about the power, the miracles, the signs and wonders, you know, when oil was multiplied, when the dead were resurrected, the power of Yahweh's spirit came upon those prophets at certain times to perform certain tasks and to say certain things. And it was always about obeying the Torah, believing the Torah, coming back to the Torah, departing from pagan deities, departing from your rebellion of breaking the covenant and coming back to the original covenant. Now that's what the prophets and people that Yah's spirit came upon in the original covenant. Now, think of what Yahshua said in John 14, verse 12, the works that I did. First, if we have to define his works. First, he lived Torah. He kept the Sabbath. He kept the feasts. He didn't have any sun god pagan deities before him. He didn't worship on the day of the unconquerable sun. There were pagan deities then, and they kept the pagan deities Sunday. They just didn't call it Sunday at that time. It was the first day of the week to the unconquerable uh, pagan day of the sun deities. Yahshua did not participate in them. He kept Torah. He did not eat unclean foods. He did everything in Torah that was expected of the Messiah to do. And as a son of man, he kept Torah. He obeyed Torah. And John said that we are to walk as he walked. So the first thing, the works that Yahshua said we would do is to keep Torah. The second works that Yahshua did that we are to do is to prophesy, to lay hands on the sick, to cast out demons, to resurrect the dead, to cleanse people of diseases that are destroying them like cancer, lupus, heart disease, so on and so forth. But you're not going to be delivered of those if you're refusing to obey Yahweh's Torah. And so we need to establish Torah as well as the power of the Most High. So, Yahshua said, John 14, 12, the works that I did shall you do also, and greater works. Uh Uh-oh. Greater works. So that means, shall we do, because he goes to the Father, and whatever we demand in his name, that will he do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So that means that we can function in a greater dimension of the power of Yahweh's Spirit because it's in us. We don't have to wait for it to come upon us. Yahweh deposited a portion of His Spirit in each of us When they celebrated the feast of Shavuot, when they were recommitting, and that's what Shavuot's about, recommitting your life to observing and obeying Yah's Torah and to live according to Yah's Torah and to embrace the power that He has given us to go out and be a witness with, to go out and preach with to go out and prophesy with, to go out and perform miracles for those that are in need of them in some area of their life. Yahweh sent His Spirit to be in us so that out of us will flow rivers of living water, as Yahshua said, that out of your belly, Shall flow rivers of living water. Here, let's just turn there real quickly. Make sure I quoted that accurately. I believe it's John chapter 7. John chapter 7. um, Whoops, that's John 8. Um, Yep, it says in verse 38. Anyone who believes in me as the scriptures have said... He's quoting Torah. See, it always goes back to Torah. You need to understand this. If you're a Christian or if you're in churchianity and you haven't been um, convinced of Torah, you need to see this and see the New Testament through the eyes of the of Torah, through the Hebraic roots, that everything that Yahshua did, that Peter did, Paul did, James did, Had its roots in Torah, had its roots in Torah. It says, Anyone who believes in me, in Yahshua, as the scriptures have said, rivers of living water will flow from his belly. So the rivers of living water, Yahweh's word, Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's power, will flow from your belly, your inner man. Then it says, "Any uh, verse 39, and he said this concerning Yah's spirit, whom the ones believing in him were about to receive. They hadn't received it yet. They hadn't had the impartation yet. That's what took place on Shavuot and the power took place. On we're, we're, we are real good with preaching, but where is the manifestation of his power? Where is the, the assembly's manifestation of his power? And I believe there is a fresh wind of Yahweh's spirit coming upon his Torah observant, Torah living, according to the Torah believers, a fresh wind of his power that we can go forth and glorify the Elohim of Israel by healing the sick, by casting out devils, by raising the dead, by performing signs, wonders, and miracles in people's lives that are desperate, organs that are shutting down, are receiving new life. People that are in need financially are receiving their loaves and their fishes multiplied, their food supply multiplied, their money supply multiplied, those that are suffering by some incurable disease, that that disease is being driven out by the power of Yahweh's Spirit, and that new organs are being placed within their bodies, new life is coming upon them, that Yahweh is breathing fresh life, new life, abundant life, eternal life, joyous life, just like he breathed in in Genesis, in the beginning, upon the dirt, and man was formed and created. When man was formed and created, all these organs, all these tissues, all these cells were created, and man was designed at that moment to live forever, but then Hasatan got involved and man disobeyed Yahweh's laws and commandments, and death came. And Yahweh and many people that are suffering, Yahweh has the answer. Obey His Torah and receive the power of His Spirit and live accordingly and be a witness. Go out and witness like John John and um, Peter did in Acts chapter three, when they walked past the gate that they walked past called Beautiful numerous times, but then a word came to them and they said to the crippled man who asked them begging for alms, he said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the authority of the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, rise up and be healed. And the power of Yahweh's spirit went into his ankle bones. It said that he leaped for joy. He jumped up and was healed. And it says that he was healed by his name and faith in his name. We need to have faith in the power of Yahweh's name. We need to have faith in the power of Yahshua's name. And we need to function and reach out and witness and minister Yahweh's power like John and Peter did to the crippled man in Acts, like Peter did with Tabitha when he raised her from the dead, like Paul did with, in Ephesus in Acts 16, when he um, ministered and drove out that territorial spirit out of that territory and rendered that spirit no longer operative, canceled that spirit's assignment, destroyed that spirit's assignment, and rendered it void, powerless, defeated, and destroyed. And that community was in an uproar or over it. And just like the disciples did, they said, I believe it's like in Acts four or five, where they said the disciples filled Jerusalem with the Messiah's name and with the Messiah's power. And they threatened them and beat them and told them to stop everything, stop preaching. In his name. But when they went back and they gathered together with the unbelievers and told them what had happened, it said in Acts, I believe, chapter 3 or 4, that Yahweh's Spirit came upon them and shook the whole place that they were gathered in and filled them with His word. Here, let's let's just turn there, let's find that. Uh, Let's see, is it Acts 3? Is it Acts 4? Oh yeah, Acts 4, verse 29. And even now Yahweh look and see their threats and give to your servants that they may boldly preaching your Torah while you extend your hand for healings and mighty works and signs to be done in the name of your Son, the Holy One, the Set-apart One, Yahshua. And then verse 33, and with great power, I know we haven't even got uh, the other parts of the scriptures, Yahweh's just speaking here by his spirit, and with great power, the apostles were testifying of the resurrection of the master Yahshua, and great grace was upon them all, not just upon a few of them, but upon them all. So much so that those that had lands and excess, they sold it and brought it and gave it to the apostles for them to distribute it so that no one would be lacking nothing. Now, let's turn as we begin to wind this down in Acts chapter 7. And what I want us all to see and us all to hear, and myself included, is that we need to step out in faith and begin to minister the power of Yahweh's Spirit that has been deposited in us through the Feast of Shavuot, through the promise of Yahweh, and begin to minister in power. In power. I remember there was, there is was a verse that Paul said that he ministered, in power uh, I think I uh, let's go to uh, I don't remember if it's first Corinthians or second Corinthians but uh, keep your finger there in Luke and um, let's find 1 Corinthians and see, see if I can find it where it says in demonstrations of the Spirit, and power. Um, it's twelve six. What twelve six? There are diversities of powers. No, that that's accurate too. But there there's uh, oh, here it is. Yeah. 12, uh, chapter twelve. One Corinthians chapter two verse four. Oh. Um, it also says, as my wife was sharing, in First Corinthians twelve, where it talks about the gifts of the Spirit of Yah's Spirit. That's that's there too. But this is what I was looking for. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul is saying, well, let's read verse 3. And I was with you in much reverence for Elohim and in much trembling. And my word and my preaching was not in enticing words of human wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Spirit, Yahweh's Spirit, the Set-apart Spirit, and with power, that your faith may not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of Elohim, in the power of the Most High. But your faith would be in the power of Yahweh, just like the old prophets, when Elijah laid upon that little boy that died, that his life was restored as Yahweh's spirit came upon Elijah and went through Elijah into the little boy. We can function in a greater power. That's why Yahshua said, greater works than these shall you do. We need to grasp that. We need to step out in faith. Many people have never stepped out in faith and began to function in the power of the Ruach, in the power of Yahweh's spirit. Yes, we've stepped out in faith and preached under the power. But now we need to minister deliverance, healing, the Torah, salvation, restoration, signs and wonders in the power of Yahweh's Spirit. Notice it says that Paul met function with the demonstration of the Spirit, that signs, wonders, and miracles, and with power. So Yahweh poured on us. Pour out that fresh wind of Shavuot of your spirit upon us, so that we would go out and do greater things than these even. Now back to Luke. In chapter 7, John the Baptist, the disciples of John the Baptist came to the Messiah and said, Are you the one... That we are to look for. Or is there another? And then Yahshua said. Look at 21. And in the same hour. He, Yahshua. Healed many from diseases and plagues. And evil spirits. And he gave to many blind ones. The ability to see. And I I know that's not just in the physical. But it's in the spiritual. Many pagans now had the ability to see, comprehend, and understand the Torah. In the same way, we are decreeing and declaring and prophesying that many pagan sun-god worshippers and even total pagans, witches, will have the ability to see by Yahweh's Spirit that the Torah is accurate, Yahweh is the Most High, Yahshua is the Messiah, and that they would begin to see and learn and to live according to Yah's laws and commandments. And then he says, answering, Yahshua said to them, Go report to John what you saw and heard, that the blind see again, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, <clears throat> the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor are, are preached the, the good news. Now look in verse 28. And I say unto you, among those born of women, no prophet is greater than John the Baptist. Now a lot of people will stop reading there, but keep reading, but the one in the kingdom but the least one. The lead, but the least one in the kingdom of Yahweh is greater. Than he is. Is greater than he is. So the one that that is least. In the kingdom. That believes the Torah. That believes in Yahshua. That obeys Torah. That obeys his laws and commandments. Is greater. Than all the prophets. Including. John the Baptist. The only one we are never going to be greater than, is the Messiah. No one can even walk a second in his shoes. Excuse me, I needed some water there. So we see here that the Messiah is telling us that there's coming a day that there would be people functioning In the Torah, functioning in the kingdom, functioning in demonstrations of the spirit, functioning in the power of Yahweh greater than even the Old Testament or the original prophets, which included Moses, which includes Isaiah, which includes Jeremiah, which includes Amos, which includes Micah and Malachi and John the Baptist and the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter. Yahshua said there's coming a day. And when is that day? That day, now let's go to Acts chapter 1. That day is here Right now, the last days. Because remember, Joel said in the last days, Yahweh said he will pour out my spirit, the set-apart spirit from Yahweh will be poured out and deposited into every uh, level of men, men, women, boys, girls, Children. We used to have children prophesy, teenagers prophesy in the first ministry that we pastored. Now, yes, we did not know Torah then, but nonetheless, they prophesied, they ministered, people were healed, people were delivered, um, Yahweh performed and brought to pass things that they were prophesying. How much more will he do it now that we're in Torah? I sure wish I knew about Torah back then. So in Acts chapter 1, this is 10 days after the ascension of the Messiah. It says, well, actually, no, the ascension did not take place yet. Sorry, excuse me. Verse 8, before the ascension took place. Now Shavuot takes place 10 days after the Messiah ascended, which is in verse 11. But this is before he ascended. Correcting myself here. Verse 8, Yahshua said to them, But when the Set-apart Spirit comes upon you, From Yahweh, you will receive power. So what is the Feast of Shavuot all about? Receiving power. Receiving a marriage of Torah and Yahweh's spirit and power. The first Feast of Shavuot, which is in Exodus, when they received the Torah, was about the Torah. The last feast of Shavuot was about receiving his power. I mean, that doesn't mean the last feast that we don't observe it or honor it, but or I should say the second feast. That'd probably be better. So we see here that Yahshua prophesied. Yahshua promised. That when the Spirit of Yahweh comes, when the set-apart Spirit comes, you'll receive power. So why is there so little demonstrations of the Spirit, demonstrations of His power in Torah observant assemblies and ministries? Are they not embracing it? Are they not Acknowledging it, do they not want to go there because that's what many Pentecostal and charismatic quote unquote churches and ministries have functioned in, and they've seen you know many things that were you know not in line with Yahweh's Torah, and so they threw out the baby with the bathwater. But I'm here to tell you. And to remind you about what Yahweh's word says. That the Feast of Shavuot is all about Yahweh's spirit coming upon all flesh. And when his spirit comes upon all flesh, you'll receive his power. And then you read, In Acts chapter 2, verse 1, in the fulfilling of the day of Shavuot, they were all with one mind in the same place, and suddenly a sound came out of heaven as a groaning spirit along by a violent wind. That's where I get that I am praying for a fresh wind. Of Yahweh's spirit, of Yahweh's power, of Yahweh's Torah to come upon all of our lives, to come through us to those that are that do not believe in the Torah, that are not Torah observant. They they don't acknowledge Yahweh's laws and commandments. They believe it's passed away. We pray that Yahweh would breathe and a violent wind of Yahweh's spirit would come from Yahweh himself to blow upon the earth, to blow upon America, to blow upon the nations and reveal Torah and reveal his laws and commandments, his Sabbath, his Shabbat, his feast day, so on and so forth, as well as to bring fresh manifestations of his spirit and of his power, bringing answer to those that are sick and diseased, bringing answer to those whose organs are, are shutting down, bringing answer to those that have diseases that are going to take their life, bringing answers to those and delivering those out of addictions, out of bondages, out of demonic spirits, bringing answers to those communities that even the government are supporting uh, witchcraft and, and voodooism and paganism and all other things that are contrary to Yahweh's laws and commandments, that those things and those demonic strongholds would be destroyed, those cities would be restored like Ephesus was, that the whole community accepts and embraces Torah and Yahshua and begins to live accordingly. And so that is what I wanted to share with you. I thought it was going to be short, but obviously it wasn't. And my wife is over here laughing and she just knows me. Everybody else that knows me knows me. But nonetheless, I tried to bring A full spectrum, as much as possible, as much as the people will will receive. And that's what's good about having it on podcasts, having it on YouTube. You can receive so much. You can pause it and then go back and then pick up where you left off. So I pray that you have received something from this and that Yahweh's spirit, would come upon you with power, that you would embrace and believe in the power of Yahweh's Spirit to perform signs, wonders, and miracles, to heal people's diseases, and that you would step out in faith and be a witness in the community you live in, the workplaces you work in, the the schools your children go to. Teach them of Torah. Teach them of Yahweh's power impart into them Yahweh's power and to min and for them to minister to people that are sick, that are hurting, that are broken, that have suffered great loss like all these mass shootings and and riots and things, the destruction that Satan has done, and many of those in government have allowed to do. And they have not arrested, they've not They've not prosecuted them. They've let them get a Bible thing. They even promote it to get their their um, pagan theologies established. Our governments need to return to Torah and to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. So anyways, I, res- I pray that you receive. You've taken something out of this and it was a blessing to you. And I pray that you would understand that Shavuot is about a marriage of the Torah and Yahweh's power. And that His power would come upon you afresh. That His power would manifest through you in days, weeks, months, and years to come like never before. And that you would reach those in paganism. That you would reach those in witchcraft. Those in voodoo. Those in darkness by the power of Yah's spirit his name, his Torah and his power so until next time Yahweh bless you, Yahweh make his face shine upon you and Yahweh do through you what only Yahweh can do and you can connect with us on at, at our website yahwehyashuaassembly.com or Facebook Mark Pulley or Yahweh Yeshua assembly page as well. So until next time, may Yahweh bless you and that you would be filled with His peace, with His signs and wonders, and that you would function in the Torah and in the power of Yahweh's spirit in His mighty name. Shalom, shalom.